Good morning, I'm Earl Stewart. I welcome you to Earl Stewart on Cars, a live talk show all about how to buy, lease, maintain, or repair your car without being ripped off by a car dealer. With me in the studio is Nancy Stewart, my wife, co-host, and a strong consumer advocate, especially for our female listeners. We also have Rick Kearney, an expert on how to keep your car running right. I dare you to ask a question that Rick can't answer about the mechanics or electronics of your car. Also with us is my son, Stu Stewart, our LinkedIn cyber space through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody. Hope we have a good group out there listening to us this morning. We're all excited here in the studio in North Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, we are uh, probably know your geography well enough to know we're on the east coast of Florida, about 100 miles, maybe 75 miles north of Miami. I say that because we're international now, and uh, we're streaming all over the world. We have, uh, especially the United States, I think last week we had more calls from out of state than we did within the state of Florida. Uh, we have to be careful about not getting too excited about local conditions and think about conditions of the automotive business so worldwide. Uh, a lot of passion in the studio this morning. Uh, you could, uh, we probably should have just turned on the mic 15 minutes ago. You'd have had almost the whole show because uh, we're, we're upset about some things that are going on with respect to uh, bad actor car dealers. And uh, we, there's one particular car dealer named Napleton that has uh, gotten national attention, national media attention, which is very rare. Uh, that's thanks to uh, the Illinois. Uh, and the Arizona Attorney Generals and, and the Federal Trade Commission. That same car dealer has uh, car dealerships in Florida, and uh, our local regulators, especially Ashley Moody, our Attorney General, uh, has more important things to do than talk about uh, junk additions to automobile prices, uh, um, misleading, unfair and deceptive advertising, charging black people more money than they charge white people. Uh, and Ashley Moody, our Attorney General, doesn't seem to be too upset about that phenomenon that's going on in her own, st her own state. But it is, uh, it's got us upset in the studio. And uh, I, uh, I listened to Nancy for 20 minutes on the way in from home, and she was really upset about it. So we're going to try to control our emotions. Emotions aren't going to... Uh, find a solution to this problem. Going to be careful thought, uh, communication, education, uh, being aware of what we need to do and what this show is trying to do about making it safe for you to go out there and buy a car. Uh, safe in the way of having yourself deceived by the advertising. It's a double deception. or It's not a deception. It's another problem. It's the uh, COVID phenomenon, I call it. It's the uh, Low supply, high demand. Uh, it's the microchip shortage, supply chain shortage, uh, willing to the U Ukraine war. All this is scrambling up your experience when you go out to lease or buy a car or maintain uh, or repair your car. So we're an educational institution here, and uh, we will try to help you. Mainly, we'll answer your questions. Um, we have multiple channels. Uh, to uh, get through to us on. Most uh, 
common, I guess, probably the favorite channel is our telephone. It's 877-960-9960. That's 877-960-9960. And we, we have a text number, 772-497-6530. That's 772-497-6530. If any of you have had an experience buying a car lately, from a Napleton dealership. We have several. Uh, maybe Stu could Google that. Uh, there's got to be, right in our market here, probably four or five. I believe there's a lot more than that in Florida. Yeah, and maybe just, a dozen. in our area, there's, I think there's four. Yeah, four. And in other areas of Florida. And uh, nationwide, he's in the top, I think he might be in the top ten. He's, he's up Big. there in total volume of car dealerships. Um, we know he's got car dealerships in Illinois and Arizona because that's where the attorney general's exposed the way he sells cars. If any of you had an experience with a Napleton dealership, uh, whether it's out of state, within state, uh, it's time to start talking about it. We want to put some heat on the local regulators, pure and simple. And uh, you're going to hear Nancy Stewart giving out Ashley Moody's phone number multiple times during the show almost as many times as we're going to give out our own phone number and that phone number, our own phone number to uh, talk about anything you want to talk about is 877-960-9960 that's 877-960-9960 Nancy Stewart watching her computer screen there and uh, as soon as you call you're up on the screen and uh, she will flag down Rick or Stu or myself, we will stop what we're doing and we will defer to your telephone call. We, we uh, defer to telephone calls because we only have five lines coming into the studio here. And if we get a whole lot of calls on there, people get tired of waiting. And I don't blame you. I mean, you probably, a lot of you are listening in the car. You get where you're going and you get out of the car. So we'll try to get to you quickly if you call at 877-960-9960. Love to talk about uh, Napleton's dealerships. Ed Napleton has first every franchise. Kia, you know he has, and Hyundai. I have a little FYI that the, the Napleton dealership um, in our area, anybody knows it's a Napleton dealership. Uh-huh. It's Genesis of Lake Park has, oh. has no identification that's a Napleton dealership until you drill oh. down deeply into the website. <laughs> well, I can see he is aware of his reputation. He's decided to take his name. Or off. Maybe, maybe Genesis <laughs> dealers, they don't let the dealers put the name on it. I, I like uh, Lexus, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lexus does the same thing. Yeah. And so uh, if, you, if you bought a car locally or anywhere from an Ableton dealership, I'd uh, love to hear you call us, but call us for any reason. Uh, then we have the, uh, well, we have the streaming. And uh, the streaming is on Facebook. So it's facebook.com forward slash Earl on cars. Facebook.com forward slash Earl on cars. YouTube, monitored by Kearney and Renee's certified diagnostic master. He can mouse your car right there. If you really want to send him an audio clip or a video clip of the issue, speak, rattle, or roll. Or we don't have smell-o-vision yet. You can't do a smell, but you can describe it. Describe your symptoms to Rick, and you'll get a free diagnosis, and he'll be pretty close. And we'll give you an estimate on what it might cost you to repair the car, some ideas and guidance on where to take it, and uh, if you have to take it in at all. Sometimes just live with an issue because you don't want to spend too much money. And uh, we'll give you the practical answer. I say Rick will, so he monitors youtube.com forward slash your loan cars. Now, you can also call Rick at 
877-960-9960. That's 877-960-9960. Or you can post on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Earl on Cars. So there's a whole bunch of ways you can communicate with us. And um, if you don't stop me, I'll be talking during the entire show. And I warn you, we're all wound up here. We're getting, you know, I, I had to interrupt Nancy and Rick. They were going on and on about Napleton and, and how he's taking advantage of customers and how the $20 million uh, uh, settlement that he made was chump change to Napleton. And, uh, you know, Napleton can find that much money in his couch. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got that from uh, uh, Jim Cramer on CNBC. I thought that was funny. So, <laughs> fines are not proportionate to the fine you know? It's like the other day. I did make a point, though, in the, in the mystery shopping report. One fine might not hurt, yeah. but if he keeps getting hit yeah. at some point. If he keeps getting hit, it's two things. It's the media exposure. It's the customer awareness. And finally, the heat gets on the attorney general's like it did in Illinois and in, in Arizona, and hopefully it happens in Florida. I mean, the attorney generals are in the catbird seat. They can make people behave or not behave. And uh, they typically take the path toward uh, the most popular cause. If the, if, if the people they go after tug at the heartstring of the voters, then they go after those people. Now, car buyers, the heartstring of the voters would really be peaked if you were to go after Napleton. The problem is Ashley Moody and other attorney generals are, are uh, supported by the automotive industry. The car dealers got a lot of money. Today they've got more money than they ever did. Car dealers are getting filthy rich by this supply and demand situation, charging thousands over sticker price uh, for their products. and. Uh, the auto associations are extremely wealthy. The auto manufacturers are extremely wealthy, and they pour money into the coffers of Ashley Moody and other attorney generals. And uh, Rick and I were talking about this before the show. I said, Rick, you're getting all excited. I said, the problem is, it's the American way. It's the system. The first rule of a politician is to get reelected. Mm -hmm. To get reelected, you got to have a lot of money. Yep. And if you ask yourself, when's the last time you personally, I'm talking to you, Earl Stewart on Cars audience, when's the last time you personally contributed to a politician? And if you did, congratulations, that's our way. How much did you contribute? Now, find out how much uh, Allstate or State Farm or General Motors or Toyota or Napleton contributed to get people elected. Find out where most of the money that the persons that are being elected, that are in positions of responsibility, where they get most of their money? Well, you know the answer. That's our problem, folks. And uh, the only thing that we have that's not expensive is what we do on the show. It's free. Spread the word, get on the show, tell your story, we'll tell your story, and it will echo all around the world. That's what we're doing here. So, uh, I'm on a rant. We don't have any phone calls. Now this is good. I'm I'm thoroughly informed and entertained right now. You are on a roll. <clears throat> uh, okay, Sue, so let's 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 tell them who we shop. We normally keep that a secret. Yeah. Sue is in well, charge of the of our our secret shopper, so that'll kind of stay in the theme of the show. Yeah. Well, we I, th we, I think we gave it away last week uh, because the news uh, hit last week about Napleton's big fine, and so we sent Agent Lightning uh, uh, to Napleton, and. 
kind of what we were looking to see was uh, we didn't think we'd see very much of anything. You know, he just got a major slap on the hand. You'd think uh, he would pause all nefarious activities while this was being. Well, I, w- I wasn't sure. I mean, I, I agree. <laughs> I with thought that. that. Yeah, I, I was. Maybe I was being too hopeful. I, I was saying I, it would really be cool, wouldn't it? It would have been. Well, I'm not going to give it away. Yeah, yeah. We go can't. ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm dancing around all the you know the, the spoilers, so I don't want to give anything away, but. Um, I will tell you this, uh, Agent Lightning, I don't know if you knew this, uh, was really sick this week, and we weren't even sure if she was going to do the shop, and I almost called it off, and uh, but she insisted, and she went in there, and uh, she did it. She's a, 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 a true trooper, and, and did it. The show must go on. I guess that was the uh, her right. attitude, yeah. Right. Okay, well, Nancy, Nancy Stewart, she's my co-host. She's a co-founder of the show back approaching 20 years, and... Uh, I uh, will turn the mic over to her. I, I hope she's calmed down a little bit. I was afraid she was going to jump out of the car when we pass Naples and Kia and go in there and disrupt things. But I think uh, she's angry like the rest of us. And uh, anger can be a good thing if it's controlled and channeled. So, uh, Nancy, the mic is all yours. I'd love to go into Naples, Jim. Listeners, what do you think of that idea? You think I should go into Napleton after the show? I don't. I don't really think that I'll any. Drop you off. <laughs> I don't think anyone really would recognize me, and I'm being very serious right now. Our telephone number is eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty, and uh, you can text us seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. You can subscribe to Earl Stewart on Cars podcast using any of the following podcast apps. From your iPhone or your Android smartphone, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Amazon Music, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud app. Take advantage of all of that. And uh, I'd like to hear from everyone this morning. Uh, I'd like to hear what you have to say about um, the uh, telephone number or, or the website that I, that I give out. Uh, I, I give a website out every week or at least try to, and uh, that is www.floridalawprotectingcarbuyers.com. www.floridalawprotectingcarbuyers.com. And I have uh, two more things to say, and uh, the, the show's going to go quickly this morning. We have a whole lot to get to, but as Earl said, our main focus is in Napleton. Ladies and gentlemen, here's my idea. Um, this news that we read, uh, this automotive news, and this uh, little snippet of a news article in the Palm Beach Post, uh, there's nothing. There has no headline news about Napleton. Do you really think that $20 million is adequate? Do you think that this is going to remedy the problem with, as Stu puts it, old Ed? I truly doubt it. How do you feel about my idea? Hit them where it hurts. Close the dealerships down. Close them down for a period of time. Someone bigger than me can decide upon the time that they should be closed. Yeah, I don't think and she, the I, employees. Nancy, I don't think she has the power to do that. She'd probably like to do that, and we could start out with some fines first. But uh, 
there's a lot of things that uh, we'd like to see happen that, you know, Ashley, we only want her to exercise what's within her powers of attorney general. Well, right now she's exercising nothing. Right, exactly. So back to what I said. And that's um, unacceptable. Let's, uh, let's compensate the employees. Let's not forget about them. Uh, so uh, what are your thoughts, ladies and gentlemen? Give me a call. Give all of us a call with your thoughts about this atrocious situation that is is starting to well not starting that's a poor choice of a word but it's consuming it has consumed every consumer every consumer that's been taken advantage of does uh old Ed, does he is is he living hand to mouth is that his legitimate reason for taking advantage of everyone um, he doesn't. He doesn't let any stone unturned. It doesn't matter whether you're a woman, you're black, you're white, you're green, you're purple. Um, he is going to do everything that is just underhanded. And I have an, another question: Why have the other states? Why have they gotten so much? Um, advertisement and attention in Illinois and all these other places. What happened to Florida? Where is Ashley Moody? There's not a mention of any of this that has been going on. Give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960. And for you ladies that are listening out there, give us a call. You can win yourself $50 this morning, $50 for the first two email callers. 877-960-9960. Now back to the recovering car dealer. Okay, how are we doing on text, YouTube, anything else? Any? We um, have a call, well, and we haven't heard from John from Palm City for a while. It's nice to hear from you, John. Good morning. Good morning to everyone. Earl always talks about manufacturers that can possibly go out of business, and that's a very serious situation. And there's so many of them now. But how soon we forget, in 2013, a hybrid sports car company, Fisca Karma, went totally bankrupt. Where did the money come from? U.S. Department of Energy, taxpayers. They lent $529 million to Fisca. They started up a plant of General Motors that was closed in Wilmington, Delaware. They said it was going to create 2,000 jobs. Everything fell apart totally. Uh, their publicity was great. The first cars that they sold, uh, Leonard DiCaprio, um, Justin Bieber. I mean, it's unbelievable that they said this is going to be a car, the thing of the future. It's a $142,000 car, by the way, and totally bankrupt on taxpayers' money. And incidentally, by the way, and this is according to Wall Street Journal, um, they promised the biggest thing with this, and this is, again, Department of Energy. And, by the way, one of the cars, $142,000 car, was donated somehow or another through Russia, through a foreign source. Guess where that was delivered to? Hunter Biden. Hmm. So Earl warns us, I mean, one of it is possibly is Nissan. Be very careful of the car that you buy, the new car that you buy, that it may still not be around. And this is a perfect example, yep. including in the hybrid field of an automobile that went totally bankrupt in 2013. Yeah, it can happen. I mean, we saw um, how precarious things got back in the last, uh, in the Great Recession. But the saddest part about it, this is taxpayers' money. 
this wasn't independent uh, stockholders. This is U.S. government. I remember seeing a Fisker in the mall. The the persistence of women, and uh, uh, Nancy would be very proud of this, a woman right here in Stewart was ripped off on her debit card, and she did her own investigation. It really completely cleaned her account out on gasoline. Somehow or another, they duplicated her credit card, and it was a commercial truck. He had a lot of gas cans, but he won fatal mistake. He was going to the Wawa gas stations in Stewart. <laughs> and she did her own investigation, sat there at a certain time, and caught the guy, called the Stewart police, and they caught him. So be very careful. Was he putting a skimmer? Using a, a debit card. Skim- skimmer? Using a credit card because you have no recourse when you're a credit card company. When you use a debit card, it can clean you out one, two, three. John, thanks for mentioning that story. I have to tell you that uh, it certainly did get my attention. And wasn't she an amazing woman to have uh, done what she did on her own? That was just an amazing story. And like you said, uh, what he was driving, what he was carrying, I mean, there was so much attention. It was like as if he wanted to get caught. I call it the power of women. Hmm. Thank you. Okay, guys. Happy Easter to everybody. Happy Easter, John. Thank you. Happy Easter. It was great hearing from you, John. We're going to go to Mark uh, from Palm Beach Gardens. Uh, Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Nancy Earl, Stu, and Rick. Um, I had a couple uh, trying to sign on to the show this morning. I was delayed a couple of moments, but uh, uh, being in the car business myself for so long, um, I didn't catch the – you may have already – uh, aided this, but uh, um, like I say, I signed on a few moments late. But could you guys, um, so the audience can understand exactly the the charges or what Napleton actually did to get fined this twenty million dollars? Um, uh, I didn't catch it totally on the news this past week. Basically, it was charging extra fees. Basically, it was charging extra fees. Uh, the answer to your question, Mark, is he was charging uh, uh, for junk uh, products, they called it. Uh, it was like nitrogen tires and uh, wax that was overpriced and uh, 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 things that were virtually worthless, and they were added to the price of the car that was advertised. Uh, they were also charged with charging uh, the minorities, black uh, people, were being charged uh, uh, a higher price, a higher interest rate, and being taken even more advantage of than others. So uh, it, it was uh, pretty much uh, what we talk about on the show every day uh, in terms of hidden fees and uh, um, deceptive advertising and uh, deceptive sales practices. Wow, and, and to know that so many other dealers dip into each of those uh, subjects you just talked about. There's so many of them that do that. Uh, you know, it's a dirty, like you say, it's the dirty side of the industry. But yeah, uh, that's yeah, all. Yeah. You guys have a wonderful weekend, and uh, um, hello to all the vigilantes. You guys take care, okay? Thank, Thank you, Mark. Oh, thank, thank you, Mark. You.
Thank you for your participation. Um, our number is 877-960-9960, and you can text us at 772-497-6530. Don't forget, and you certainly can use it this morning, your anonymous feedback, www.youranonymousfeedback.com. We've uh, shared a lot of our thoughts and our opinions here at Earl and Cars, so let us know what you think. Let us know what you think about Napleton. What do you think that the penalty should be? Back to the recovering car dealer. I, I don't usually do this because I don't like to read things on the air, but uh, I think this is important. And in the current issue of Automotive News, this is the trade journal that I refer to, Nancy refers to a lot in the show. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a periodical, weekly, that comes out and every auto manufacturer, every auto executive, every auto dealer in the world reads this weekly magazine. Or, and uh, there's an editorial op-ed and the editorialist speaks, of course, for the industry. I mean, uh, they, they survive based on the uh, uh, participation and uh, if you don't buy, the only people that buy the newspaper is the auto industry and the auto dealers, and that's how automotive news stays alive. And so uh, there's always a bias toward favoring auto dealers and manufacturers in this. Now, uh, what I have here is an op-ed, an editorial, which shocked me, frankly, and uh, I had to look twice, read it twice or three times, but it's blasting the auto dealers. And it's in today's, uh, this week's Automotive News. It's entitled, it's by the editor of the Automotive News. No room for predatory fees, racism in retail. No room for predatory fees, racism in retail. The $10 million Napleton settlement is a start to achieving, achieving some degree of justice, but it's indicative of a deeply flawed system. Now, this is automotive news calling the auto industry, the retail end of it, especially. You wrote that. Deeply flawed. This is the. You wrote that, didn't uh, you? I wrote it. <laughs> the $10 million Naplin settlement is a star game. Not only are the allegations of racial discrimination and illegal fees leveled against Napleton Automotive Group, one of the largest auto retailers in the U.S., not only is that disturbing, especially in an industry that has chronic reputation problems among the general public. I mean, this is like a confession. Chronic reputation problems among the general public. The resolution of this case is equally unsatisfying. Now, if you just tuned in, I'm reading an editorial by the Automotive News, the trade journal for the worldwide auto industry. Here is the inside newsletter, weekly periodical, criticizing themselves because they're part of the industry. I'll go on. Napleton, which vehemently denied any wrongdoing, quote, unquote, settled the case with the Federal Trade Commission for a record $10 million. I mean, $10 million is chump change to Ed Napleton. I'm digressing here. But... It's still the record fine, so that in itself says something. There has never been a fine for more than $10 million. It had been accused of taking, Napleton has been accused of taking $70 million in illegal fees 
from customers at eight dealerships in Illinois, Florida, Pennsylvania, and Missouri. In addition, the general manager of two stores in Illinois was named. So they're going after the general managers of these stores. Heads up, Napleton dealerships. Heads up, all dealerships. Because that's what this editorial is really all about in the automotive news. It's about all dealerships, which said that the reputation, the system, is deeply flawed. You've heard me say on this show for years, the Gallup Annual Poll on Ethics and Honesty in, 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 in Businesses, the annual a Gallup Annual Poll every year since 1977 has found car dealerships to be on the bottom of the list, or maybe next to last, of all businesses. So here's the automotive news, a deeply flawed system. While the settlement amount is unprecedented, dealerships nickel and diming customers and financially punishing minority buyers is not. Courts throughout this country have seen an untold number of cases involving unscrupulous and outright illegal dealership fees. It would seem unwise to cheat customers as federal and state governments clamp down on discriminatory practices. Well, three states or four states have. What about Florida? Uh, and I could name most of the other states. The only ones that we know of are Illinois, Florida, Pennsylvania, and Missouri. There's 50 states, folks, 50 states, and one of them is Florida, and one attorney general is Ashley Moody, and we're in Florida, and we want to know if Ashley knew. You know she's hearing about this. She's got to read the paper. She's got to watch TV. She's got to be online. It's all over. I'll continue with the editorial from the Automotive News this week. With dealerships enjoying record sales volumes in the years leading up to the COVID-19 outbreak and record profitability since, let me tell you folks, we had a record profit last month. It was shocking to me as a car dealer to see how much money my dealership made. And my dealership draws a line at MSRP when we charge for a car. That's too much money. And I apologize that I'm charging MSRP. But the other dealers are charging thousands of dollars over MSRP. So this is going on now. Uh, in addition to the profitability that they can make honestly, which is record profitability, they're still folding in bogus fees. And it's reckless and a good way to chase away future business particularly among black and other minority customers who can shop local competition and can even easily cross state lines thanks to evolving digital retail practices. So I think this automotive news op-ed article sees the handwriting on the wall and they're trying to give the dealers a warning. This isn't directed to you because you don't read the automotive news. I'm reading it to you. You wouldn't know about this. This is the automotive news talking to car dealers and the manufacturers who are sitting on their hands, pretending like this isn't going on. Occasionally they get cornered by a reporter and say something like, well, we, we don't like our car dealers to charge over MSRP. Oh, they don't like it? Well, then do something about it. The greatest injustice, I'm going back to the editorial in this week's Automotive News. The greatest injustice, if the allegations are indeed true, is that Napoleon collected and illegally gained $70 million and paid a $10 million penalty for doing so. Hey, that's pretty good business, isn't it? Mm. You make $70 million, You pay 14%. You cost you $10 million. That's a great ROI, return on investment. Back to the editorial. 
A cynical eye could view this as just the cost of doing business. I guess we've got a cynical eye here at Earl on Cars. If companies are willing to ride out bad press, one-star reviews and gripe sessions among consumers, I guess that's what we are. We're having a gripe session. If they're willing to ride that out, a comparatively weak penalty seems unlikely to deter them from engaging in such egregious behavior. The settlement is a start to achieving some degree of justice, but it's indicative of a deeply flawed system. It's the second time they've used that term, deeply flawed system. Judges often prefer to avoid time and resource-consuming trials, and companies are willing to shell out some cash to make a problem go away. Nevertheless, we urge prosecutors, Ashley, hello, Ashley, Automotive News, we urge prosecutors and regulators to be relentless in punishing wrongdoers to the fullest extent of the law. The automotive retail industry would be well served so loudly publicly decry predatory practices among peers and pledge to stop out the behavior once and for all. The automobile retail industry, you should stand up. Florida Automobile Dealers Association, the National Automobile Dealers Association, the South Florida Automobile Dealers Association, all of them. The problem is, this is not the automotive news, the problem is you're controlled by the dealers. The president of the Florida Automobile Dealers Association, who happens to be, I consider a friend, his name is Ted Smith, he's a very smart guy, and he's a good guy, and he works hard, and he's been uh, president of the Florida Automobile Dealers Association for a long time. But he gets paid by the dealers. And the dealers, the board of directors, elect, elect, uh, nominate and pay him. I was on the board of directors, and I was on the committee to find a director when we hired Ted Smith. He's a good man. But if he, if he talks back to the dealers, he doesn't have a job anymore. And that's the way the, the, the dealer organizations, by definition, can't bootstrap themselves out of this. It's got to be our regulators. It's got to be Ashley Moody and all the other attorney generals and all the other local, county, city, state regulators, and even the legislators that make the laws. These laws need to be enforced. Okay, that was my ramp. I'm exhausted. I, my blood pressure's <laughs> up. Okay. I yeah. think that. And I um, hope we have some calls because I, I got to take a nap. I can tell you that I did post the um, FTC complaint, the actual complaint, and the automotive news editorial yeah. on EarlonCars.com if you want to yeah. read it yourself. Okay, oh, and we also idea. have Jonathan has got the commercial from Channel 12, the local television channel okay. that ran the expose. He's got that posted, and we can play that whenever we want. Yeah. This is Sigmund Jonathan. Uh, right now, what I'm going to finish up to what you said is I'm going to give out uh, Ashley Moody's uh, telephone number, and that's 1-800-435-7352. And uh, that's definitely not the only number that you can use. If you go to uh, the Attorney General's uh, website, you can see you know different options in getting in touch uh, with these people who uh, get, uh, they, they don't feel that we exist, that uh, we need their assistance. And uh, uh, all of our listeners out there would agree with me. We do need their assistance, but uh, we can't do it ourselves here at Erwan Cars. We need help. We need help from Ashley Moody. 
this topic, this subject for her is just not important enough. But the attorney generals um, that got together and got a hold of Ed Nableton and did something about it at least got everyone's attention. Uh, the $10 million is uh, peanuts. Um, I think that the attorney general out there in uh, Illinois and the other states that you can read about, um, they need to close Ed Napleton down. He needs to pay a severe penalty, and his employees need to be compensated while he is closed. I don't know for how long. I, I, have, I need help from everyone out there. Give us a call. What do you think? 877-960-9960. Earl? Yeah, the, uh, that number that you can call Ashley Moody is 850, area code 414-3300. And I have it on my cell phone here. I pulled it up on Google. And that number again? 850, somebody read it. 850-414-3300. 850-414-3300 goes to Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody. So let's, let's call her a few times and let's see what happens. You know, I have, I've actually called the Attorney General uh, in years past, and uh, I was actually at one time able to get a hold of uh, the sister who was uh, well-intended, probably uh, because she was not elected by the Florida Automobile Dealers Association or the NADA or, any, or car dealers. She wasn't lobbied and, uh, uh, by that, uh, but she was just a nice person. And um, uh, I reported some some violations. I think it was on Napleton, and Napleton was actually fined locally, small amount of money, uh, or perhaps warned. It happened a few years ago. So you can get through. Uh, sometimes your your uh, emails or your calls fall on deaf ears, but sometimes you get through. One thing positively will get through: volume. If we can get enough people to call on the same subject, that will get Ashley Moody's attention. So. I'll be honest with you, one phone call won't do it, but if we can do it in volume, a lot of people out there call that number, 850-414-3300, and that's Ashley Moody, Attorney General, State of Florida. And every other state, remember, we're international now, so Ohio, uh, Alaska, uh, you know, wherever you are, West Virginia, uh, give the Attorney General a call if you've had problems with your car dealers. Together, uh, we can do something about this, uh, but this has gone on uh, way too long. And Earl mentioned the Gallup poll, this honesty and ethics profession. I mean, how long can we stay at the bottom of the heap here? Uh, I mean, this is totally ridiculous. If Napleton has his way, this is exactly where we're going to stay. And if you haven't, I have the... I have the um, Gallup poll right in front of me here, and you can pull that up, and you can take a look at this, and you can see exactly where everyone, every profession, how it's looked at for honesty and ethics, and you can take a look at where we are as car dealers. And with people like Navelton, this is exactly where we're going to stay, if not further down. I don't know if that's even possible. But ladies and gentlemen, let's all get involved. Let's all get involved and do something about this. We can complain until the cows come home. But getting in touch with Ashley Moody, wow, that is powerful. 
Our telephone number is 877-960-9960, and you can text us at 772-497-6530, feedback.com. I think we're going to go to Stu. He looks like he's got some things to talk yeah. about. Yeah, we, we always start with our text alphabetically, and Anne-Marie is, uh, starts with A. No, I'm just kidding. We just traditionally kick it off with Anne-Marie's text, and good morning, she says, Anne-Marie. she says, good morning. Dealers behaving badly. Let me count the news stories. One, the April 5th, 2022 edition, the Palm Beach Post, page 5B, which we pointed out last week, uh, reported that Napleton North Palm Beach Auto Park and Lake Park and North Lake Kia and North Palm Beach were among eight Napleton dealerships agreed to pay the $10 million fine to the FTC for price gouging and discrimination. Number two, last week, Jalopnik.com reported that a representative from the largest U.S. Porsche dealer, Champion Porsche, right here in Florida, allegedly promised uh, would-be buyers that there were rare Porsches available. There weren't. He took their deposits, and now neither he or the $2.5 million in deposits have been seen recently. Number three, West Palm Beach's WPTV Contact 5 reported on April 13th that Several automobile buyers in Boca Raton are out nearly a half million dollars after they purchased exotic cars from an auto group that has now disappeared. Two lawsuits have been filed against the company, Excel Auto Group, which has filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy protection. Uh, these news stories prompt my next two questions. This is Amory wants to know. In general, how responsible is a dealership if an employee allegedly engages in fraud repeatedly? And two, could the owner of a dealership or an auto group be personally held accountable if fraud can be proved when all the money in cars disappear? Thank you. P.S. May everyone have a safe and happy Easter. Yeah, Anne Murray, that's a that's a, a hard case to prove, and uh, the car dealers. Oh, you're reading a text. Uh, we have the uh, Channel 12 video that we ran last week, and uh, we will run that shortly. Uh, that was uh, the one exposing Napleton's dealerships and the $10 million uh, settlement that he reached. And uh, that was uh, done by Channel 12 WPEC, I believe. But Anne-Marie, the problem is, uh, uh, question being, uh, why, why aren't dealers personally punished? They're protected by state laws. Uh, not only are our states failing to prosecute wrong by car dealers, unfair and deceptive advertising and sales practices, and everything else, racial discrimination, not only are they failing to do that, but they're also protecting the dealers because of laws on the books lobbied there by associations and car dealers. Uh, A car dealer uh, is no longer controlled by the manufacturer. Typically, and if you go back far enough, manufacturers would ask qualified business people who would like to be a retail car dealer uh, if they were interested, and they would give them a contract if they wanted to sell their product. So if you want to sell Chevrolets, General Motors would give you a contract. Go back enough years, that contract pretty well had you controlled by the manufacturer. Uh, it was a franchise, not a, you're not a Chevrolet manufacturer. You're buying your cars from Chevrolet and you're retailing them. And Chevrolet had a huge amount of say in how you did it, how you advertised, plus your moral character, uh, plus the way you treated your customers, uh, even to some extent pricing. And uh, there was a lot of control. Well, the dealers rebelled. Now, I'm going back 75 years 
started about 75 years ago. Um, and then time passed, and pretty soon all 50 states had very tough laws on the books making car dealers practically invulnerable from the manufacturers. And they also, in the process, made themselves bulletproof against a lot of the state regulations and laws. Hmm. So uh, it's hard. Uh, there are car dealers today that have been convicted of felonies. You know, convicted felons in a lot of states can't vote. Uh, if you're a convicted felon in most states, you can be a car dealer. So they don't really control who goes in. The one that's uh, going to sell the most cars gets the franchise, and the manufacturers are afraid of them, and to some extent the government has to stay back because they don't have the teeth and the laws to go after them. So, Anne-Marie, another great question, and the, I wish I could give you a, a happier answer. Okay, we have another text. Uh, quick question, there's no name on this one. Quick question, why does a dealership charge more for paying cash rather than financing? Well, uh, that's a very perceptive question, and it's a good question. Uh, people will, uh, all, if you buy anything else, you buy a house, if you wanna buy a house cheap, pay cash. If you wanna buy a lot of things cheap, you pay cash. People don't like the process of having to wait for credit approval, and if your credit is approved or not approved, and how long it takes. You know, you have a product, you wanna sell it, bam, cash. Cash on the barrel head, that's always been the American way. The faster, the faster you want to do a transaction, come up with the cash. See, with car dealers, it's entirely different. They make more money when you finance it. Car dealers, now, that's not technically true today because of the COVID phenomenon and the microchip shortage and the supply chain interruption and the excess demand and low supply. So things flip-flopped a little bit. But for most of history of selling cars, a dealer would make $1,000 on the sale of the car, and he'd make $1,500 or $2,000 on the financing. So if you come in there with cash, that means he's not going to get that $1,500. Today, it's over $2,000. He's not going to get over $2,000 financing your car. So he has to make it, we call it the front end in the biz. Car dealers have profit on the front end, that's when we sell you the car, and we have money we make on the back end, which is when we finance the car, and to go even further, there's an even further back end when we service the car. So they got, we, have a, we have a back end in finance and a back end in service. So yeah, uh, don't tell the customer, don't tell the dealer when you're buying a car you're gonna pay cash. They always will ask you, are you gonna finance? And that's why they ask you. If they know you're gonna finance, they see light at the end of the tunnel. They say to themselves, well, this, if this uh, buyer is a good negotiator and too tough, I'll cut the price a little bit. Why? Because I'm gonna get a whack at him when I finance the car. So you say, yeah, I'm probably gonna finance. Uh, yeah, I'll run my credit. Uh, I might pay cash. Or just tell him you're not gonna pay cash. You don't have to be totally honest with the dealer. He's not being totally honest with you and let him think he's gonna make a big hit on the back end, the finance department, and then negotiate a really good price, which you can, is easier now, and then say, I changed my mind. I'm going to my own credit union, or I'm going to my own bank, or I've got the money in my savings account. 
Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what do you think? Uh, do you think that uh, Napleton has a, well, what is referred to as a chronic reputation problem? And uh, do, you, do you think it's uh, this warrants getting in touch with Ashley Moody? Uh, some of our ideas that we've shared here on the show. Uh, how do you feel? Give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. We're going to go back to the phones where Sarah's been holding, and uh, Sarah's giving us a call from Boynton. Good morning, Sarah. Welcome. Good morning, Nancy and everybody there. Marie Delgado asked a question that I wanted to know, is why the the dealer isn't being charged in any way and i want to know if they have that settlement does the money go to the people who were ripped off yes wonderful now, it's probably and, not and enough but it's, it's no. at least it's something it's 14 percent of what it's, they took <laughs> yeah. yeah and sarah there's some oh. some light at the end of the tunnel you know for the people that have been ripped off but certainly certainly not enough I I think that I would love to see you go in there, Nancy, because when you <laughs> I know a Sag, when a Sag gets mad, and let me tell you what, they're in for something. And your face, when you were talking about going there, is perfect. I'd love to hear that well, when you visit. I'd, I'd have to be guaranteed that I wouldn't be, well, serving any time in jail. I don't even want to go oh, for. Well, don't I don't go, even want to go for an hour. Disarm <laughs> before go you go in. Yeah, don't go. Sorry, uh, but it would be thrilling. It it would be interesting, and I certainly would entertain the idea of being taken advantage of. So, uh, what yeah. would unfold from there is uh, well anybody's guess. <laughs> I wish you all a happy holiday, and thank you for being here. You're quite welcome, Sarah. Give okay, us, if we give us a call room. again, Sarah, 877-960-9960. And ladies, don't forget, you can win yourself $50 this morning, $50 for the first two female callers. Take advantage of that. Also take advantage of uh, www.youranonymousfeedback.com. Now back to uh, Stu. Um, <coughs> Rick, do you have any uh, YouTubes down there? Uh, YouTube's a little quiet, <clears throat> although John Strine did have an interesting question. Uh, he says he's in the uh, has actually put a deposit down and ordered a new RAV4, but he said when he did so, they had no cars on the lot, and he said, "What's he supposed to do to be able to test drive a car to find out is this car going to fit him when you go to the dealership and they don't have any cars on the lot, not even one that you can test drive?" Hmm. Well, that's a little unusual. Uh, Usually you can find a RAV4 somewhere uh, in rental service uh, on the used car lot. Once in a great while, there will be one on the new car lot, but uh, it's it's more difficult. It's not impossible. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I say, even, I'd say go, just go online um, and, and maybe in, try to hit dealerships that look like they might show some inventory. Um, that's the best way to save yourself the shoe leather instead of you know, driving all over yeah. town. Great or idea, Stu. My other suggestion to him was maybe find a rental company that has uh, the car that you're looking to drive, and you know you would have to pay for one day's rental, but then you'd get an entire day that you could just take this car, 
and just drive it everywhere. Yeah, not a bad to idea. To really get a good feel for the car yeah. to determine. Because, I mean, let's face it, most test drives are 15 minutes at the most, 20 minutes. And you don't really get a feel for the car, mm -hmm. like blind spots and that. Plus, with having the salesman there next to you, a lot of people feel kind of pressured with that. So, yeah. Okay, that's right. Just a thought. You know, like, yeah. rental car, you got an entire day to. Yeah, that's really a big investment. Big investment. Thanks for your input. All right. Uh, we got a text. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yep. We have to go back to the phones. Oh, cool. Uh, Marty has been holding. I just noticed Marty's name up here. Marty, how you doing? Good. How are you? Great. It's glad. I uh, I'm a, happy to I hear from a, you. I got a Napleton story from you, for you from Napleton Hyundai on Okeechobee Boulevard. But this is back to February 2020, before the pandemic really blew up. Anyways, I was I was looking at a Hyundai Sonata, and the Sonata stickered for roughly what I wanted a a very heavy duty Camry. It was in the thirty-seven thousand dollar range. So when I went in there to make my uh, offer to them, I uh, the guy the salesman said, "Well, we'll give you eighteen thousand for your car." And that wasn't enough, but I wasn't going to argue with that yet. I wanted to see what the out-the-door price was. And uh, the salesman came back and said, we need your car plus 25000 So I said to the guy, I said, hmm. I said, you know, I was very good in math, but I said 18000 plus twenty five comes to 43000 on the $37,000 car. I said, who, whoever, who buys a car in here? I said, I said you, you'd have to be very, very stupid. And this is what I said exactly to the guy. You have to be very stupid to pay 43000 for a $37,000 car. So the guy says, oh, no, no, this is a very, this, is a, this was their new model. I guess it parked itself. Or it, it did something that uh, most cars don't do. I said, well, I don't need to park it itself <laughs> for $34,000. So they bring over the closer, which I've dealt with in many dealerships, and he sits down and trying to convince you. And I said, look, I said, I cannot figure out why anybody would come here and buy any of your cars. I happen to be, and actually I think it was on a Saturday, and there were a few other people in there. But you know they're selling they're selling cars, so trying to rip me off, they're not going to get anywhere. But I'm, I guarantee you, the Hyundai dealership is ripping people off as much as the ones on uh, North Lake. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt at all. Very, well, thank, thank very you, Marty. Shady outfit. Yeah. Thanks for your so, story, Marty. I I stick to Toyota. <laughs> well, now people right. are paying forty-three thousand dollars for thirty-seven dollar yes, vehicles yeah, well now, every day of the week. That's happened, and that's and that's a good deal, practically. Yeah. Thanks, Marty. Stay All in. Right. Have a good one. Stay in touch. Happy Easter. Uh, we're going to go to Scott, who's been holding, and he's calling us from West Palm Beach. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Scott. Yo, Scott, you out there? Scotty. I think we lost Scott. Okay. Call back, Scott. I'm sorry uh, we kept you waiting too long. Uh, if you call back, we'll take your call right away. Okay. You want to uh, try to uh, queue up that uh, commercial? 
Jonathan. We have this uh, com- uh, TV commercial channel. Uh, news clip? N- news clip? Yeah, there you go. News, yeah. news clip. Oh, I said commercial line. Yeah, news clip. I, I apologize. News clip that we ran last week. And we're running it again because we're talking about Naples so much and has to do with the expose on the Federal Trade Commission. So we can uh, run that now. A major car dealership chain with two locations in our area has reached a multi-million dollar settlement with federal authorities. The feds say this company ripped off customers with fees for add-ons they didn't ask for and charged black customers more for financing. CBS 12's Al Pefley has the latest. I would think twice about buying at a place like this. Why? Because of what the FTC case shows. Napleton Auto Group has agreed to pay $10 million to settle a lawsuit for illegally charging black customers more for financing a car, as well as illegally tacking on fees for products that buyers didn't want, like payment insurance and paint protection. The FTC says these illegal fees cost Napleton customers thousands of dollars extra in some cases. Napleton has two dealerships in Palm Beach County that are part of this case. Napleton North Lake Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Lake Park and Napleton North Lake Kia in North Palm Beach where we were told a manager would speak with us. Is the dealership manager here? Could we speak to him? We have no comment on anything. If you have a questions or anything, call. This is the contact person. That's it. Was your dealership deceiving people? Don't question. Don't comment. What do you have to say about these allegations? I have nothing to say. No comment. Is this how you treat customers? Call that person. We got the same treatment at Napleton's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealership. Uh, I'm from CBS 12 News, and my name is Al Pefley, and we're doing... Is that off? No, it's on. Well, it needs to be off. Why is that? Because you didn't even ask permission yet, so... Well, we're asking permission. We'd like to talk to someone from your dealership about the story that came out. The Better Business Bureau says car buyers need to be cautious at any dealership. Well, we always advise consumers to look at anything before they sign it. I know it can be tedious. There's a lot of paperwork that goes um, into buying a car, but you have to look at the final bill and what the fees are for. Napleton did provide a written statement which said in part, quote, we vehemently deny any wrongdoing. The Napleton family has been in business for over 90 years selling and servicing millions of vehicles. We're proud of our trusted, time-tested reputation and relationship with our customers and are fully committed to transparency in all of our dealings. That was our Al Pefley reporting. That $10 million is a record-setting judgment against Napleton, according to the FTC. We're told told most of the $10 million will be used to pay Napleton's customers who were overcharged. Now, Stu and I were laughing about the uh, Better Business Bureau portion of that uh, news clip, and uh, it's just a shame. If you don't already know this, uh, the Better Business Bureau is... is, uh, uh, owned and operated by businesses. I mean, yep. they're, they're not owned, but they are supported entirely by businesses. And if you want to be in the Better Business Bureau, uh, all you got to do is pay dues. And if you do something really bad, uh, all you have to do is answer the answer. complaint. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're, we're in the Better Business Bureau, and we got a really good rating. And uh, you can, uh, you, Napleton themselves, 
could probably have an A rating if he responded to every complaint. Unfortunately, Napoleon, there's not enough time in his life to respond to, respond to, all, to all the complaints. complaints. It's a but, logistics uh, issue. Right. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, respond with uh, FU, um, and you can still have an A plus um, BBB yeah. rating. That's right, FU, and you get an A plus. That's a lot of letters. That's a lot of letters. Sorry about that. Do you want to get back to some text? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, okay, um, we're going to get back to the text, but one more time, ladies. $50 for the first two new lady callers. $50 for the first two new lady callers. You can use this this Easter, <clears throat> this Easter weekend, and uh, you can do that by calling 877-960-9960. Uh, for everyone else, uh, you can text us at 772 772- Four nine seven six five three zero. Now back to Stu. Okay, uh, this is probably for Rick. Uh, what is the reason why tires need balancing? Also, after getting your tires balanced, there's a point in the tire's life that it should be rebalanced before its life is over. Um, also, why do why does the tire tech sometimes put the weight on the back of the rim and not the front, and vice versa? I don't Good. know. Great, great question. <clears throat> I hope you know the answer. I don't. Yeah. Uh, of course. The number one reason for balancing is when tires and wheels are manufactured, they're not perfect. They, they've got heavy spots and light spots. Um, quite often, we will try to actually match up the heavy spot on the rim with the heavy spot on the tire in such a way we'll position the tire on the rim so that it needs the least amount of weight to balance it out. Now, the reason being is when you get going at about uh, 55 to 65 miles an hour, if your tires are out of balance, you can start getting a very annoying shake and shimmy, and you'll feel that bounce. And it's almost the old trick of uh, wetting your finger and running it around the wine glass to make that singing sound. The harmonic. It creates yeah. a harmonic balance issue. Well, when your tires are out of balance and they start to bounce like that, it can put you in, in a dangerous, dangerous situation. Yeah. You're on the edge of yeah. being out of control. You want those tires on the road. <laughs> exactly. So let me ask you a question. Is it impossible, will it ever happen, the manufacturers will be able to make a wheel and a tire that you don't have to put uh, lead weights on? Yes, someday. Well, why why yeah. don't they do it? Yeah. Uh, they're working on it. They're uh, working on it. They're getting better. They're yeah. getting a lot better. Um, and as a matter of fact, uh, the lead weights now are becoming a thing of the past because of the dangers of lead. So now we're using actually steel weights um, or other materials. I, I'm going to digress. Yeah, like I'm going to digress. Old guys, <laughs> old guys get to digress. I don't like sure. weights, had you know, The older you get, these, these memories come. Uh, when I was like 10 years old, my Uncle Charlie had a gas station, Sinclair, on uh, Dixie Highway. I remember Uncle Charlie. And oh, I, and I used Charlie. to go by, and I would... I would I guess I was stealing them. I was taking the lead weights that were laying on the garage floor, and I would take them home, and then I would melt them. Into bullets? I would, no, I'd not just melt them because I liked the idea of melting lead and yeah. pouring it into molds in the sand and things like that. Well, but it had nothing to do with the show at all. There I don't were, know but why. But there were two great uses for those old lead weights. Yeah. Number one, you'd melt it down and make lead fishing sinkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were great. And number two, and I've actually done this, you melt them down and make lead soldiers. They actually had little Ooh. molds ah. back in the day, and they still do today. You could pour the lead into this mold, and it would make a little soldier. And then you small children. Really allowed, cool. You could paint I'm it, I'm too. allowed to digress. You're okay, not. Okay, guys. All right, so anyways. I'm only kidding. I, 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 think, I think we answered the question. 
Um, thank you very much. <laughs> we are going to go to Trish, who's a first-time <laughs> caller from West Palm Beach. Good morning, Trish. Good morning. Welcome. You just won yourself $50 for calling Earl on Cars. You're welcome. What can we do for you? So I have a question. I brought a car from um, a certain dealership, and it was labeled as 15000 And by the time I finished, it came up to 18000 Wow. It's been almost two years I've been paying, and it's still at 17000 How is that possible? Trisha... You know, no one likes to uh, admit or say they were taking advantage of, but uh, I think it's something that I'm glad you called the show and I'm glad you had the courage to talk about it. Uh, unfortunately, you're not alone. There are a lot of folks out there that are taking advantage of it. sounds to me, is without seeing your paperwork and hearing the details, it's impossible to say exactly how they did it. But you're, a lot of people are paying dealers even before the COVID issue with high prices uh, paying dealers thousands of dollars I, there, there's a class action suit I can't forget that uh, took place in Martin County Stewart Florida uh, against a dealer and they were charging elderly people uh, uh, over ten thousand dollars profit on their on their lease car they lease a car the typical profit would be two or three thousand dollars they were charging over ten sometimes twenty thousand dollar profit so uh, we, we allow you, and it's permitted by the station and by the show, to name this dealer. Um, uh, if you'd like to mention the dealer's name, you can. If you prefer not, we understand. Um, I'm trying to remember the name. It's called... Um, well, if it comes to you, uh, check your... Look, look for your buyer's order and paperwork. You probably repressed it because of the of, of the advantage he took of you and the pain you felt. But uh, if you want to, uh, you know, what we could do is when you get the dealer's name, uh, you could let us know. We'll be sending you your $50 check, and we uh, you can uh, give us that information. We might even do a mystery shop of that dealer uh, to expose his practices on the air. We do a mystery shopping report of a different dealership every week. Trish, there's so many ways that you can help us and we can help you and uh, you know one of the most important things is for you to let your voice be heard in so many different ways uh, you know you're certainly not going to get your money back it's unfortunate you were taken advantage of but it's not too late to expose the people that you dealt with go to Facebook file your complaint with with your friends with your family with everyone you want to save everyone you know from being taken advantage of there is absolutely no reason that you should still owe on your i mean i could ask you who your lender was who the dealership was you know all these questions that are very important but the most important thing for you let your voice be heard and expose these people in so many different ways and you can help yourself and the next person that walks into that dealership that is true. Um, but I know it's bridge, bridge press, I guess because of my credit payment. But it's a lot of other factors that um, I'm realizing that um, because of my rate, the credit, a lot of things that they say is at a 30% APR. 
thought. Like, that's um, predatory. Even though I came in with a, like a 590 credit, they still. That's awful. Yeah, you know, it's a, it. It really Chris, is. Chris, you might want to look into refinancing. I don't know if, if you have it a bank or do you have a bank or credit union you deal with? None of them would. I try all. Um, it's called Drive Time. Yeah. Oh. Drive Time. We know about them. Well, Trish, spread the word. Nobody would let me. Nobody would take me as a um. Like when I call in to say, okay, could I refinance? They tell me I'm too upside down. That's, on my loan. that's insane, especially like nobody is upside down now because the value of used cars. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, but Trish, you can uh, what you can do by your voice being heard, you can turn them upside down. You can turn them upside down. So please, this is very very important for you to spread the word that you were taken advantage of. Uh, your 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 beacon score, anything, everything. There is no reason for you to be taken advantage of. Not thirty percent. I hope that we I, I hope that we've given you some ideas and some uh, some ways to deal with this. Like I said, you're not going to get your money back, but uh, you know there's a there's a bit of satisfaction here. Correct, correct. Okay, Trish. You know, it's not it's not. You have to read and look at everything. Every yes. place where they say sign here, oh, this is just for this sign here. Yes. Signed probably 20 different places, and I, I can't even tell you it's what a, I've signed. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It is definitely unbelievable. Trish, um, I hope you enjoy the $50 that you've won this morning, and I certainly hope that you spread the word. Um, help us build this platform here for the ladies. It's an important cause. Have a, have a wonderful I'm Easter. You too, same here. You're welcome. Uh, we're going to go to Paul, who's been holding, and uh, Paul's calling us from Lake Worth. Good morning, Paul. Hey, good morning, good morning. Uh, a question. New York Auto Show is on this week, and it has to be one of the biggest media-covered events of the year. Uh, with all the new 2023 models on display, some being promised in dealer showrooms by late summers, well, my question is if the manufacturers can't fill the orders on the 2022s, where are the 2023 is going to come from? Well, that's, well uh, you know. I, yeah. Well, they they run out, and, the, and production begins on the 2023s. Um, in those cases, um, hopefully, the dealers are advising their um, uh, customers are replacing the orders that uh, the model year can change, and it's something that we're we're dealing with now as we're getting you know into the year, and we're looking at that there's going to be a, a shift. Um, I don't know how other dealers are handling it. I mean, we're while we're having this inventory thing, Earl mentioned, you know, we're selling everything at MSRP, so it's kind of easy. We say it's going to be MSRP, but um, the dealers that are attaching arbitrary numbers, uh, I guess right. it's a oh, wait and oh, see. It's surprised when they show when the car shows up. Yeah, the um, uh, Paul, the manufacturer, and the dealers yeah. are making money, and. Uh, uh, that's all they care about, and uh, they, they. But 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 again, from from my opinion, I don't think the I don't think the consumer is all that upset with paying MSRP. MSRP is what it is. That's what well, it is. They're you not paying. On Amazon, the, they're paying thousands more. <laughs> Amazon, there's the price. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that it's. We got two problems. This show is addressing two problems. We have the 
COVID problem, the uh, supply chain problem, and we also had the unfair and deceptive trade practices and sales uh, practices uh, deception. You know, the main thing we need to worry about is the deception. Uh, this uh, supply chain thing will go away, and the supply-demand thing will go away. The demand always catches up with supply, and prices will come down. So uh, the main thing we want to do is prepare people for when the prices do come down. Right, right now, car dealers are actually being surprisingly transparent. Uh, we didn't, uh, the, the Naples dealership that we shopped, and we'll get the mystery shop later in the, in the uh, program, they have a sign on the door when you come in that says, the car you're looking at now uh, will be sold uh, right after you leave to someone coming yeah. in behind you. Basically, throwing it in the buyer's faces that we're going to charge you too much for the car. You better pay it because sure. if you don't, the car's going to be gone. This this situation will go away. I mean, the car dealers hate to see it go away, but it will go away. And pretty soon, we'll have too many cars again and uh, prices will come down. But they'll get you anyway by lying, cheating, and stealing and the way Napleton has been uh, treating his customers. And that's the issue that this show really needs to address. Cool. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for the call. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Paul. In uh, the sign that's on that door at Napleton, please remember the car you are looking at today and want to think about until tomorrow is the same car someone else looked at yesterday and will buy today. And the sad part about that is it's the truth. See, it's probably one of the true things, a few true things you'll hear from Napleton, and that is the reality, the sad reality of this COVID issue, which brings up my uh, another mantra that I have on the show. Don't buy a car. Don't buy a used car. Don't buy a new car. Wait. Be patient. Repair your old car. Shop and compare prices. Be sure you get a good independent mechanic that knows what he's doing. If you have to fix it, keep it cranking, keep it fixing. And then by the end of the year, and I missed my forecast before, but by the end of the year, I think prices will be way down. And then's the time to buy, lease a newer used car. And you can give Ashley Moody a call. We've been talking about Ashley Moody during the show, and it's a really important telephone call. Attorney General really of the state is. of Florida. Yes, the Attorney General, Ashley Moody. You can give her a call at 850-414-3300. That's 850-414-3300. That's the Attorney General, Attorney General Ashley Moody, who didn't utter a word about this terrible story of Napleton taking advantage of everyone that walked through the doors, all of their dealerships. The Attorney General out in uh, uh, Illinois and, and uh, what, what other state? Arizona. Arizona, Missouri. Mm. Arizona, mm. Missouri. Illinois. Hmm? Illinois. Illinois. Yes. Yeah, I, I, Four I, states, I yeah. mentioned uh, Illinois earlier. Uh, but uh, at any rate, uh, what happened out there that isn't happening here? She doesn't care. She doesn't care. 850-414-3300. Give her a call. Let your voice be heard. We're going to go to Frank, who's been holding from Jupiter Farms. Good morning. Good morning, Frank. Well, good morning to you all. And as everyone's been saying, happy Easter, of course. So, um, happy Easter. It's always, it's always great to hear your shows and get, your, get myself wound up. It's better than coffee, listening to your show about <laughs> car dealers. 
it's, it's, it's amazing. But um, I totally agree with the unethics of Napleton. Um, in the years gone by, long before you even had your vision, any folks out there, I would go along and help people try and buy a car. It gave me something to do. I've been retired and sitting home. And going into a Napleton dealership was always a depressing time. Um, the attitude of the people and just things in general. And I'm sure it's even worse now that the inventory is low, people want to buy a car, and they got you over a barrel. It was so bad that even um, my daughter, who had a, a guy she was dating, worked at Napleton. We were looking at a pickup truck for my daughter, who's in college. So obviously it couldn't be an expensive one. He brings out, I think it was a Ram TRX or some Belcher special that yeah. had a, almost a six-figure MSRP. I mean, it's like, let's get real. He was even doing that to his girlfriend. They, they had him so, um, how should I say, brainwashed, and that we're going to give you a special price. And, um, of course, we left that. But um, that just shows you how they've been doing this for years, and I'm glad to see they finally got caught. Um, yeah. The other sad thing is when I get off 95 to go to the Costco to get some gas that's in this day and age reasonably priced to the guy down the streets here, you got to go buy both Naples and dealerships. It's like running, running the gauntlet. And um, Anyway, enough of that with Napleton. But well, you know, Francis, the, the, we talk about it a lot. And, and uh, Nancy was saying to me uh, the other day, why do people go in there and buy cars? You know, people are... Most people are unaware of a lot of things going on. When you're not in the market for a car, I, I know this as a car dealer. I remind our marketing company and our and all the people that work for us. You know, uh, awareness. Uh, if you don't need a toaster, you don't watch a toaster commercial. If you don't need a television set, you don't know anything about television sets. It's when you start to think you need one that you pay attention. So if you heard about a television seller that got arrested and you weren't in the market for a television set, it'd go in one ear and out the other. People still go into the Napleton dealerships of the world. And, uh, and they're, they're normal people. They just don't tune in to what we do. We, we're so focused on it, and our listeners, like you, Frank, you're so focused on it that we wonder, how does anybody? Hey, the average person, he doesn't think about cars a whole lot until he wants to buy one or get it fixed. Well, that's very, very, very true. It's ironic you mentioned the toaster thing. Let me digress just for a minute from cars. Yeah. Our toaster broke a few weeks ago, a month ago. Mm-hmm. So we had to replace the toaster. It looked very nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Go buy a toaster today. <laughs> the $10 toasters are, are like, you know, uh, the, the, the unicorns. They don't exist anymore. <laughs> I mean, you got to spend 60 to to $100 for a toaster. It's, but it's, but it's you're incredible. educated on toasters, I bet. I bet you know about everything there is to know about a toaster. You sound like the way uh, Nancy and I go about it. We just, when we need something, we research it pretty carefully. Consumer Reports, Amazon, and uh, you probably, if I ever need any advice on a toaster, I'm going to call you. <laughs> oh, by the way... Um, yeah, and like you're saying about Ashley Moody and stuff, it's, it's like some of these politicians say, you know, and it's true, just follow the money. The money is going to lead. That's why these people aren't going after car dealers. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. But um, um, yesterday, I had to go up um, to Stewart, um, and it's a whole different world up there. And I see this huge American flag. I go, how nice, being a veteran. And it was a Toyota dealership up there. Yeah. And I go, wow, they're very nice. I mean, it was... Um, 
I'm sure he's one of your buddies, but in any event. Um, Treasure Ghost, yeah, Treasure Ghost. Yeah, Treasure Ghost. Sandy Wood. Yeah, um, and again, talking about names, Earl Stewart, when I mention Earl Stewart's name, it's amazing. Um, it's, you can tell that there are car people um, that are, you know, happy with your dealership, and they just speak the world of you. And then you can tell when you're at a car dealership where, like, you're the enemy. But um, it reminds me, I, I don't know if you ever remember this gentleman that lived down here, he's passed away, but Roy Rude from Rude Landscaping. Yeah, the name is very familiar. I think I'm, I'm sure I've seen his, his ads or something. Yeah, very, very, very upstanding man. I mean, and um, everyone I mention that name to, I never heard a, a disparaging remark. And it's like yours. The only disparaging remark would be from a car dealership. But everyone else that has been in your dealership, I know this isn't an infomercial, and I don't mean to make it one, but um, it's, a, it's a truly uh, life-changing event to go to your dealership and obviously, obviously, Napleton or, or most of the other dealerships. So, well, thanks, um, that, that, that means a lot. Thing. Yeah, one last thing. I was at the Audi dealership yesterday, um, and that's where we got our car a few months ago mm-hmm. at MSRP, which we made your show. Yeah. How we did that was amazing. But now, because of the chip shortage and because of the war in Ukraine, they're not going to be getting the Audis because a lot of the parts come from Ukraine, yeah. and they're shutting down production. They're just not going to have any um, yeah. coming across. There's no more. You could probably sell that car today for. You could probably sell your car that you bought uh, two months ago for a two thousand dollar profit, or more. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we already thought about that. <laughs> but then we don't have a car, so that's the problem. You know, there's. You know, anyway, you guys have a wonderful weekend as always. You too, Frank. Thank you, Frank. Thank you. Nice hearing from you. Uh, we got a couple of calls backed up here, and it's uh, our ladies calling. So uh, be very patient. We're going to go to uh, Julie and Laurie. I'll be with you in momentarily. Good morning, Julie. Good morning. Welcome to the um, show. You're our first time you. first time caller. You've won yourself fifty dollars this morning. No, I've called a few times before, actually. Okay. What can we do for you this morning? Um, I had a question. About a year ago, um, I'd gone to a mall and I didn't inadvertently left my lights on. It came out. My battery was dead. So I asked this man parked next to me if he could help me. He said he couldn't because this car was run by a computer. Aren't all cars run by computers now? Yes. Well, <laughs> uh, they are. Uh, he, he probably just had other reasons. but um, right. Who said that, Julie? What, the, what was his uh, job description? Pardon me? Uh, what, what the man that said he wouldn't do it because... Oh, he uh, was just... He was just in the parking lot. Oh, okay, just one. Well, yeah, I, yeah, Rick's right. He's probably he's just lazy as all he yeah. was. <laughs> yeah, I if. said I think all cars are run by computers now. <laughs> so then a policewoman drove by, and she said she couldn't help me because she had an electric car. So electric cars cannot charge a non-electric car. Now that's true. A full electric okay. car is not really compatible. Not safe to try to jumpstart another car. Uh, Even hybrids are not really safe to try to jumpstart other cars because their batteries are, the 12 volt battery is so much smaller and it doesn't receive the the kind of cold cranking amps. Um, But otherwise done done correctly, jumpstarting is completely safe even with modern modern computerized cars. That's gonna be my next question, you answered it. A hybrid could not do it either then, okay. Julie, Um, Julie. Julie, uh-huh. uh, can I ask you a question? Uh, have you ever considered joining AAA? Oh, I do belong to AAA. Oh, but gosh. But it takes like an hour for them to get there. So, you know, I, yeah. I, the people, I was in a parking lot near people. 
Um, and actually, somebody has bought me one of those machines that you use now, you know, to charge your car as long as you keep your that charged. Um, right. When, a battery jumper. When, when, when was the last right. time? When was the last time you called AAA? Um, actually, it's it's been over um, probably last September, yeah. and I had trouble getting through to them because they wanted to text me back, and um, I ended up using. I have a Toyota. I ended up using the Toyo Guard, whatever that's called. Mm-hmm. Their their service that me towed. Mm-hmm. They use they use AAA. Yeah. Well, we we've had. Do they? Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy and I have, have had very good experience with AAA. I mean, we, you know, we're car dealers, and you think we mm-hmm. just call the car dealership, but uh, we uh, we found AAA a lot faster. And uh, it's because uh, I'm busy. I'll, I'll, I'll pick yeah. your car up when, when yeah. I get to it. <laughs> now, they have yeah. on my on my iPhone. Uh, they they have me. I, they track me. They know where I am, and they t- <laughs> I I tell them exactly it's okay. I go to emergency mm-hmm. road service, and they give me a a, a menu, uh, out of gas, dead battery, flat tire, and other things. I click it, and the guy that mm-hmm. the guy was there in ten minutes. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, this was like at seven in the morning, so the wait was usually hours at that time. Yeah. Uh, plus, you couldn't you couldn't ride with the driver at that time, so I would have had a hard time getting somewhere. Yeah. There were a lot of restrictions. I, um, I wondered if an electric car could charge another electric car. Uh, no, no. No. Well, we're talking about AAA. If you call them, could they bring them to charge, or they tow you to a, a charging station or to their house? They would have to tow it to a charging station. For, for a full electric car, it would have to be towed to a charging station. Um, a hybrid car with a dead 12-volt battery can be jump-started, uh, provided you know how to do so properly and safely. Yeah, generally, an all-electric car, uh, I, I, I've never heard of an all-electric car running out of uh, power. And uh, I, I, as you know, I drive a Tesla, you may know. Uh, right. It's almost impossible uh, to run out. Uh, you're, there's so many warnings. Not only do they start warning you uh, well before mm-hmm. it could happen, but they start, oh. they, when it gets mm-hmm. close, they, they tell you where the nearest charger is, how long it takes to get oh. there. So it's, uh, electric cars just don't have that problem. Yep. Right. I didn't know you could just, um, run, you know, go to too many miles for the charge, overrun the charge. But, yeah. okay, you are, do get a lot of warning. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you. This is very informative. Thank you, Julie. Thank, thank you, you, Julie. You know Give us a call again. thing was on the, uh, on the, uh, 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 power the the charge level on the Tesla was it doesn't have like a fuel gauge it has a little green battery indicator it looks exactly like your iPhone yeah. I just think it's so cool yeah it is cool yeah, yeah. yeah. okay we're gonna go to uh, Lori uh, she's our first time female caller and she's calling us from Port Salerno good morning Lori good morning you won yourself fifty dollars this morning thank you for calling her on cars thank you thank you I, okay. uh, I read the column in the hometown news. Oh, thank and, you. Uh, that's that's something I I've always wanted to talk to you, but this time I have a query. I'm a I'm a bit of a dinosaur uh, in that I have a CD player in my cars and have had for many years. Mm-hmm. I traded in a car and it had a CD player which was factory installed. And when I got another car from the same dealership, they said, okay, we'll, we'll put in another um, CD player for you. Sold me that car. I traded that car in. And, again, they promised to put a CD player in the car and gave me a promissory note. Never fulfilled it. Um, 
Ah. It was a GM car, uh, and the dealership is um, I'm in Port Salerno, and it's Ed Morris down in Delray. Okay. And uh, went back and forth. I couldn't drive down there every week, but I called them. Um, guess what? The uh, salesman who sold me the car, he left. Another salesman I dealt with, he left. Tried to get the general manager, never wanted to see me, even when I went down to service. One of the service guys said, well, look, you know, instead of that uh, CD player, maybe we can give you a year's service. I said, that'd be great. Oh, I'll ask corporate. Called him back to see if that went through. Never returned my calls. Finally, I gave up. I went to another dealership, which was down in Miami, which was fantastic. But um, to make a, uh, short, a long story short, I wrote to the owner of Ed Morris. His name is Ted Morris. Yeah, he's got your back. Family on. He's wrote. He, he's what? Ted Morris <laughs> has got your back. We're we're making oh, fun oh, of him. Right. Oh, making yeah, fun yeah. of him because that's his TV commercial. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. He doesn't answer. I sent the letter to them certified because they said I'm a dinosaur. So I, I wrote a letter. <laughs> I couldn't get an email from the corporate. They wouldn't give me the email, but I got the corporate address. It's been almost a month now. Nothing. So I wrote to dealer rated, you know, the the rating thing on online, and um, they took my my bad review off, saying yeah. um, the dealer wouldn't respond to it, and I could open a case, which I haven't done. So I'm asking you advice. What should I do? They owe me something like 350 bucks. That's how much the original factory. Well, it wasn't factory installed. I had bought it through a catalog, and then the dealership had put it in and charged me around 350, 360 bucks. But the promissory note that Ed Morse gave me is worth nothing. Right. Yeah. Um, I've got a. Uh, got Laurie, I've got a. <laughs> I've got a cell phone number here, and it might not. I have called. I haven't called Ted Morse in a long time. Well, he's uh, dead. Uh, I'll give you the number. <laughs> he's dead. And uh, tell him Earl. <laughs> Earl said Before to call you. Before you give her, Earl, Earl told me to call you. Yeah. Uh, Laurie, let me ask That's you a question. I'm getting her cell phone number. Hold right on now. for one second. Aunt, hey, Laurie, uh, let me ask you a question. Did you say you filed a complaint on, on the website and they took it down? No, that was yeah, on Dealer Raider. The, the, dealer the dealers, Raider. yeah, dealer, on Dealer Raider. The people dealers pay for that. That's a, uh, it's an advertising thing. It's not a good okay. review site. Um, yeah. Earl's going to give you uh, Mr. Moore's. Cell phone number. I'm not sure if it's gonna ring in the grave. That's a nine. You got your pencil out, Lori? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Area code nine five four six six four seven. Yeah. Seven four three seven. Nine five four six four seven seven four three seven, and see if that's uh, Ted Morse. What? I, I I can't call him now because I'm on the line to you, but I will call him. Okay, let, please do. Yeah, let, let, let us know what, what happened. That's, that's juniors, right? I think so. Okay, okay good. Well, yeah. Going. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was saying, so I just want one more question. One, one more. Can I write to General Motors and complain? But again, you can go online to find a General Motors customer service, and it's a P.O. box. I oh, mean, yes. how, how can you really get to these dealers who are bad? You know, probably a more effective uh, form of complaint is is to the uh, Department of Motor Vehicles. Uh, you know, I'm not sure how broad their uh, responsibility is, but uh, I do know this, that if if you get a complaint form filled out and send it in on Ed Moore's uh, Chevrolet, uh, then you will get, um, they will have to respond. And uh, I, I'm trying to think of uh, another, 
I think uh, DMV, Florida Department of Motor Vehicles, uh, complaint form. You can go online to Earl on Cars, and we have the complaint form uh, template there that you can print out. Okay. And, uh, okay. And and, yeah, and, and 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 when I talk to, if I do get through to Ted Moore, um, uh, you know, I won't threaten or anything, but I'll, I'll just say, how would how would you like it if your wife or your daughter or something were treated like I was treated? Yeah. Is that an effective? Absolutely. I, I mean, definitely. If you get listen, if you do get hold of them, he'll take care of it. Uh, the problem is you can never get hold of the dealers. Uh, but they don't want the embarrassment, and uh, I, 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 do. I have a lot of car dealers' phone numbers uh, that I give out, and usually they're taken care of. If you can ever get through the head man, I've done it with Bill Wallace, I've done it with Sandy Wood, I've done it with Chuck Schumacher. Uh, you know, if you can get through. Now, a lot of them know I'm giving their numbers out, so sometimes some of them I think have, changed. have changed their cell phone numbers, but yeah. uh, for it worked well for a while. We'll see how it works with Ted Morris. Okay. And well, you I'll can, try to keep you updated uh, on, on, uh, on Please do, Laurie. And okay. call him, Ted. Please, please do. And uh, don't forget okay. about the Attorney General. Uh, give her a call at uh, 850-414-3300. Give her a call. Uh, you, you can't do enough complaining. Let your voice be heard, Laurie. It's real important, not only for you, but others who will be taken okay. advantage of in the same way. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, and uh, happy holidays. Thank you, Larry. Thank, thank you. You, you know, um, yeah. I'm, I have to mention this. I know Stu takes care of text, but here's something that's very dear and near to my heart, and it's uh, Alzheimer's. Um, I do uh, have a sister who has Alzheimer's. She's in a pretty bad condition. And uh, Patrick Ryan uh, texts this morning about his father having Alzheimer's. And uh, he really looks up to all of us here at Erwan Cars and would like, as he puts it, for us to elaborate on this. Uh, but uh, it, there came a point uh, when they had to take his driver's license away from him because he entertained the idea of purchasing a vehicle. And uh, Patrick is uh, hoping that uh, perhaps you could talk about it uh, for a moment and uh, let him... Get, Give your 100% opinion, as he puts it in his words. And he wants to know, without a driver's license, can he go out yes. and buy a car? Yeah, and this is a really, it's, it's very sorry to hear about his, about their, his father. Um, it's a really very difficult situation when you have um, a, an older person um, and with their family. Why well, did you say that if you don't have a driver's you, license, you can't buy a car? You can buy a car. Okay. Yeah, because um, you could have a driver. I mean, yeah, you can't drive it, <laughs> but you can you can buy a car. Yeah. And um, but we've we've encountered that with families where they had a, an older member of the family who was suffering from dementia, maybe from Alzheimer's, and um, yet the individual themselves wants to drive the car. And it's a you've you've addressed this in, in your blogs, Earl, um, about you know freedom machines, and and we've we've also seen uh, families who wanted to see their mother or father buy a car because they were concerned about them spending their inheritance so there's it does it's a very difficult situation but there's no law that prevents somebody an, an adult from buying a car even if they don't have a driver's license yeah and i agree with you Stu. it's a very sensitive situation yeah, my sister wanted a car and she wanted to go out on the road and it's it's a very sad situation yeah. she definitely couldn't get on the road yeah 
Yeah, there is a law that you can employ and say it's the seniors. There's a law that says you can't take advantage of senior citizens. It doesn't address Alzheimer's, but uh, if you're older and you're and you're not as sharp, and they take advantage of you, uh, then the penalties are are, are very egregious. It's a uh, uh, it, a lot of people are aware of that now. There's a, uh, a state association called Seniors Against Crime, and uh, Nancy and I have spoken uh, at groups uh, sponsored by the Seniors Against Crime. Uh, they report to the Attorney General. Uh, unfortunately, the Attorney General doesn't empower them that much. There's a South Florida chapter of Seniors Against Crime. I would start um, with that area. The, the actual law, as Stu said, uh, you, you can be diagnosed with Alzheimer's and you can go out and buy a car and be taken advantage of and there's nothing because you have Alzheimer's they can do about it. But Seniors Against Crime, I believe, would address that issue. Uh, what you have to do is basically have to have legal custody of that person. And you should have a person in your family. Uh, is not capable of making uh, big decisions, uh, important decisions, then you should uh, have the power of attorney and have the legal custody to be able to make those decisions. You're and doing hope, that. hopefully any uh, dealership, uh, you know, uh, most of them I would hope would recognize. Somebody is clearly not. No, most of them won't. So yeah. they, I mean, uh, you walk into a showroom floor and there's no, you're not wearing a sign saying, I no, have no. Alzheimer's. Well, I'm, I'm saying we've like, yeah. at, like we've endeavored to try and contact family members when we've encountered people we that do. were. Yeah. We, we do, but yeah. most dealers don't. So that's. Yeah. I was saying yeah. I, I would hope that's, I was hoping I, that I, people would be I hope that we have world to, peace also. Well, let's, let's keep hoping. <laughs> On the eve of Easter, let's hope for world peace. Exactly. Okay. Okay, I think it's time for our mystery shop report uh, from Agent Lightning, who always does a fantastic job, along with uh, Stu uh, and his eloquent uh, writing. And this uh, mystery shopping report is from Napleton North Lake Kia. That's Napleton North Lake Kia. We have definitely talked about them a whole lot and the chronic reputation uh, that they have, uh, these problems that exist. So uh, please, ladies and gentlemen, vote on the Mystery Shopping Report this morning at 772-497-6530. Now back to the recovery and car dealer. Well, we've kind of had one theme for this whole show, and uh, this is the final nail we would hope to be in Napleton's coffin, but it won't be. Uh, we have an editorial on our trade journal, I say our automobile dealer and auto manufacturer trade journal, blasting uh, Napleton and blasting the uh, practices of, and I think they didn't use the word here, but I think they said uh, a deeply flawed system. A deeply flawed system, I'm going to translate that into most car dealers are screwing their customers. And this has got to stop. And the automotive news, the Trade Journal has said so. The Attorney Generals from four states, Federal Trade Commission has said so with regard to Napleton. And believe me, folks, in Florida and every other state, there are a lot of Napletons. Not by that name necessarily, but they do the same thing. So we went back into Napleton, North Ikea, that settled for $20 million along with other Napleton dealerships. And, uh, and here we are. Uh, seeing if they've turned over a new leaf. You'd think that would have gotten their attention. Let's find out. 
As promised this week, we return to Naples, North Lake Kia on North Lake Boulevard in Lake Park, Florida. That's basically North Palm Beach, uh, Lake Park technically, but North Palm Beach are contiguous uh, and North Palm Beach and Lake Park. Uh, if you tuned last week, we discussed the news of the Naples and Auto Group's record fine by federal trade uh, authorities, that's the Federal Trade Commission, who along with the states of Illinois um, levied the $10 million fine against Naples for doing the things that Naples does, and, and Missouri and Illinois too. Or was that Ohio? Or Is Illinois. Four states anyway. Uh, the stuff we talk about on the show again and again, the complaint that leads to the fine held that eight of Napoleon steel ships for sneaking junk fees. Stu likes the term. I like the term. Uh, well, no, no, like it, it well describes it. Yeah, it's, you know, we say overpriced. We say valueless. Bogus. Bogus, yeah. Junk fees. That'll be our new term. Um, and unwanted add-ons. I mean, they're, they're not only unwanted, but you don't even know they're there. And they, uh, unless you happen to look at the addendum sticker, and oftentimes they're probably not there anyway because they were never really put on. Uh, anyway, these are the things that Napleton was charged with. Uh, also, Napleton was going after their black customers more for the same unwanted, worthless crap uh, that is on the car. And uh, allegedly, yeah, that was uh, that was artistic uh, license by Stu. I like that too. One of those dealerships was Napleton's North Lake Kia. That's one we're shopping. Another one was Napleton's Chrysler Job Deep Jeep, and that's right across the street on North Lake Boulevard. But we'll get to that one at a later date. Yep, Napleton Kia, the one we've known and loved for all these years, tongue in cheek, the same one that we've been calling out for charging the customers junk fees and pressuring and deceiving them to get them to buy cheap dealer install options at hugely inflated prices for years. We've appealed on, uh, to the public, uh, on the public airwaves to our last uh, two Florida Attorney Generals, Pam Bondi and Ashley Moody, uh, to investigate and prosecute these dealers. And I think probably the one before Pam Bondi. I, uh, I can't even remember the name. I, don't even know I think it was did. a man. Um, it was. Oh, yeah. Was it Bloodworth? No, it was Bloodworth way back. Right. That, was our, that was our state prosecutor. That was a state Attorney General. never received a response, and we've never seen any action. Uh, and uh, I mentioned earlier, I did get a little bit of that a long time ago, and slipped one on the hand. I think just warned them, uh, someone in his office. And uh, if you turn it over to hide you, reach out to your booty, who gets, who gets a leather, you're probably going to get a You have to put a low scale, and if you get into the office, you're ahead of the game for the most important thing. And then we'll see what happens. This is why this all been so exciting. Uh, it's allowed warning not just fired over the bow, there's engaged in the same practices. Is, were they listening? Yeah, they were. I, I mean, I, I, I know they were listening. Did they understand and will they obey? No, I don't think so. If they heard that warning shot, we may see some evidence of it in our future mystery shops. And I know that Ashley Moody knows about all this. And I know she talks about it, just not publicly. Talks about it with probably the FADA. And probably, <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is pure speculation, Probably with Ted Smith saying, "Hey, uh, you know what? Do we, you're going to have to get your boys to. You have to control the boys, because sooner or later the heat's going to be. I'm going to have to go after you, and I don't want to. But I'd love to hear the conversation if it happened. It might not have been. A uh, one dealer that must have heard the warning shot is Ed Naples. Sure, for him, ten million dollars is just a drop in the bucket 
Couch change. <laughs> yeah, jump change. I mean, dealers are making more than that just in their new car departments in a year. Uh, they're making millions and millions of dollars. But how many fines like that does he want to endure? Won't the feds from the state of Illinois and the other three states keep their eyes on Ed for a while? A rational businessman may consider laying low, uh, possibly cleaning up his act for a little while. Whether we like him or not, whether we like him or not, Ed Naples is clearly a crafty operator. You know, I'm not so sure. I don't know. I he's mean, been around a long time. He's been around a long time. <laughs> he's been around longer than I have. I started business in 1937, or my father did. His father started business in 1934, 30? 33. 33? Yeah. So, and, and Ed, Ed hasn't been active in the business in years and years. He lives in Palm Beach, and his, his son and daughter are involved, plus a bunch of other uh, paid general managers. and Corporate people. Corporate people, yeah. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't care. He's got his, and he's happy. He probably doesn't even read the paper anymore. Uh, Agent Lightning headed over to Naples and North Lake Kia to confirm that old Ed was behaving himself. So uh, keep your fingers crossed. Here's what happened. Here's the report speaking as if I were operation, I were on Agent Lightning. Mikey met me at the front door of Naples and North Lake Kia, asked if I had an appointment. I said I didn't. And he led me into the showroom and ordered, offered me a seat at a desk. He asked me what brought me in. I told him that I was looking to buy a new Telluride. I said I doubted he had any in stock, but Mike excitedly said he did. And that it was available. Now, folks, again, uh, just an aside here. You shouldn't be buying a car from stock. I know you get it right away, and I know sometimes you feel like you have to, and maybe you do. You have to have a car. God help you. But if you just want to buy a car, order it. The cars that are in stock are going to be sold to you at thousands of dollars over sticker. If you order the car, you might get a break. Wayne Acres Forge, too, is running mad now. $1,000 incentive if you will order the car. Huh. And I mentioned that, too, because we're friends with Wes Acres. With Wes who is the owner. Well, and, he's, and he actually, um, I don't know if he's got a new general manager, but he went in there and ran it himself for a while. He oh, fired good. Al Young. Oh, uh, good. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the dealers that don't have any cars, they have no choice but to order the car. If you order the car, you got to get a better price. And I don't want to get too, uh, too much digression. But I'll leave it at this. Don't buy a car from dealer stock unless you're really desperate. Okay. Tell your ride was parked right behind me in the showroom. Mikey said it needed to get me into the system first, meaning the computer. Then we could go see the vehicles. I gave him all my info. We walked over to the big white SUV, a new 2022 Kia Telluride SX. Mike was quiet as I explored. I noticed there was no Monroney label on the car. Holy mackerel. I mean, talking about something obvious. Now, here's a... Federal crime. Here's a, here's a guy that just settled for $20 million with the federal government. Committing a federal crime. Committing a federal crime. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can't make this stuff up. So there were, however, uh, two addendum labels stuck to the windows, which probably uh, aggravates the crime. The first one added $1,230 for Xylon, $998 for Lojack, 
and one ninety nine for Napleton Care. God only knows what all that. these things were the exact same things that were in the complaint, the FTC complaint. <laughs> so they're still doing it. So here, here, is it arrogance? Is it stupidity? Is it what? What? I don't know. You know, you know, Ashley Moody is hearing about the show. I hope so. Sharon Chop, you know she knows about the 20 money. And, and there's a lot of people getting nervous. I feel it. I feel it. I'm, I'm this, my optimism is getting a grasp on me. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking something's going to happen here. Because this is so outrageous. So outrageous. I asked to see the Monroe. Oh, you skipped a very, very oh. important part. <laughs> what? Oh, the, the second the, one? The second oh, one. Oh, yeah. The uh, second one, oh, yeah. <laughs> The second addendum later. Yeah, I overdid, I overdid, uh, overlooked a minor uh, $20,000 market adjustment. Yeah. <laughs> $19,999. Ironically, that's the that's only fine. illegal thing. That's legal. That's only the legal thing. That's only the legal thing he did. The, uh, the, 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 it's the, just disgusting. Ironically. It's legal, but disgusting. Exactly, yeah. So uh, I asked to see the been running label since I still didn't know what the actual MSRP was. Another salesperson overheard, and he was annoyed, and he told Mike to check the, hey, check the club box. That's where we hide them. <laughs> he didn't say that. He just said, check the club box. But they could be hiding it there. I don't know. He opened the door, retrieved the Monroni label from the glove box. Then he handed it to me. The MSRP was $41,105. Now, the law says, the federal law, that the Monroni label must remain affixed to the window of the new vehicle until removed by the customer. Now, you can broaden that interpretation to say when the customer asks you to remove it. I mean, a customer doesn't want to take a razor blade and soapy water and have to go through removing the uh, Monroni label. But the customer has to at least ask you. Yeah. But the, I believe the, the letter of the law is the customer can, must, only, must remove it. Anyway, yeah. so... Federal law violation of someone that was just investigated and settled for $20 million with the federal government. I told Mikey I was interested in asking if I had a trade. I said I was keeping my current car. He wanted to make sure. I wanted to do that because of the crazy trade-in values you can give these days. I thanked him, and actually that is the truth. He probably won't give you a crazy trade-in value, at least not crazy on the high side, but it's true. You can get a lot of money for a used car today. Then Mikey said he needed to excuse himself for a few minutes to bring the manager over. Standard game playing here. Six minutes later, Mikey was back with Diego. I remember Diego from past shops, don't you, Stu? It rings a bell as the manager, a, yeah. Could be another Diego. Diego wanted to know if I had any questions for him about the Telluride. I said I liked everything about it. I'd like to see the final numbers. Diego told me that he's currently working a deal on the same vehicle with another customer. He said the guy just left to go get his credit card and would be back to buy it soon. You know, 50-50 uh, is true. I don't know. I, say, I told him I really wanted it and asked for a shot to get it. Diego said, fair enough, If and asked me if I had a trade. I, I told him I'd already covered that with Mikey. Diego told me he would give me good money if I reconsidered. I asked again about the numbers. Diego said he didn't want to give me a printout since he had already worked the deal with the other customer. He said, however, if I agree to be in the ballpark on the other <laughs> deal, he'll sell it to me now instead. 
I'm sure he would. Very loyal. Yeah, very loyal. <laughs> loyal to the money. He said the mother, the other guy, was paying about sixty-eight thousand uh, for this uh, forty-thousand-dollar car <laughs> out the door, which includes a thousand ninety-nine in dealer fees, and that's all part of the "don't ever do it again" settlement he did with the Federal Trade Commission and the Attorney Generals. I asked the police trouble himself and print a buyer order out or a worksheet for me so I could review the details. They both got up. Diego said they'd be right back. They left me there for 37 minutes. Zero respect. And Agent Lightning was not feeling well. No, she, she was, was sick. Yeah. She was, she was I, sick. I, I spoke to her yesterday. So she sat there. Now she's mad. And now she's waiting. She was pissed. Annoyed is all hell. I finally got up and marched up. Those were Agent Lightning's words. Annoyed is all hell. I finally got up, marched over to the little office. I swore Mikey hid behind Diego. <laughs> they saw her coming. <laughs> I asked them if they wanted me, uh, wanted to sell me a car or not. Diego said he wasn't able to print anything out for me. And it didn't matter since they now had a deposit on the car. But they sat there for 37 minutes just for the hell of it. Rick? Um, Kyle in Pennsylvania spotted something that I had noticed. The first picture of the addendums, the two addendums, at the top it said MSR 45,000. Yeah, it is. He just misread it. And it, okay. oh, and then the Moroni. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, that was, he, okay. it was 45,105. I, okay. I told him they were rude for stringing me along and they could just have printed a milk sheet in case the other deal fell through. And it's just absolutely true. It's common courtesy, it's being true to your word. You could have done it, right? They just looked at me speechless. You know, the, the facts uh, befuddled them, I guess. I asked if they had any other Tellurides in stock. Diego said no. So I turned around and walked out. And that's uh, the shop. So. <laughs> I like the text. And then we got the sign here. I mean, this is it's actually true, but it's just so insulting. We'll hold it up again. You can read it, Stu, because I haven't got uh, uh, please remember the car you're looking at today and want to think about until tomorrow is the same car someone else looked at yesterday and will buy today. It's yeah. almost like poetry. Take that and put it in your hat and pipe and smoke it. I mean, the arrogance, the attitude uh, that they have. And most dealers do have. We're pinned on Napleton, but most dealers do have. And here's the, uh, the addendum label for the stuff that they got in trouble with with the Attorney General still doing the same thing yeah. so remember so, folks send in your f's uh to 772 that's right and so ashley moody you don't care about this but attorney generals in illinois missouri arizona and one other state uh all do care so this is being in podcast this is on facebook this is all you attorney generals here's a here's a dealer that just promised to be a good boy paid you $20 million never to do this again, and he's doing it again. So go back and get him. Sick him. <laughs> go get him. See, I'm going to have some more uh, visual evidence here. Oh, in the fine print, by the way, it says this optional equipment is not required. But it was in the price you quoted the customer. Okay. And, uh, oh, and here's a market adjustment just just for jollies. For, ice, for icing. Yeah. 19000 The cherry on top. $999. 19000 
By the way, Anne Marie, a Texas listener, that was Bill McCollum was the uh, the previous. Oh yeah, Bill yeah. McCollum. Uh, yeah, Bill was part of the problem. Yeah. So it's just not the ladies. We've had two ladies. Uh, and and, well, Char- and Charlie, let, Cri- let, we were let, on the air in 2017. Charlie Crist was. Let's uh, go to yeah. Let's go to Charlie Crist. Let's go to Richard Dorn. Does anybody sitting here remember? Any attorney general getting oh, involved in uh, any of this? Oh, I remember Charlie Chris. He was a Democrat. We know no, Charlie Chris very well. No, he's, he's a Democrat again. Oh, he's a he's I'm Democrat not, again. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. He can never I catch try, him. I was trying to make a joke. Right, I know. I'm yeah. laughing. Because <laughs> nobody knows what Charlie Chris is. So anyway. right, we have a text from from Anne Marie. It says F for federal crime. No man F for a twenty thousand dollar market adjustment, even though it's legal. Uh, F then it goes up to sixty eight thousand. F for wasting her time. There are four F in my book. Um, so, uh, Mark, I'm, uh, I'm counting the five Fs for you know what. Bob gives them an F as in, F as in federal law. <laughs> I think that's going to be the consensus. I, I'm giving an F, too. Well, you, you know, maybe we ought to put the word out to uh, the assistant attorney general, Rachel <coughs> Brackett. Yeah, tell Maybe your she boss can to help us. <laughs> yeah, go knock on your boss's door, <laughs> wake her up from her nap. <laughs> Okay, and uh, got Rick? Negan F F F F F Kirk in West by God, Virginia, Napleton, the Remora of car dealers, <laughs> the Remora. just horrible, solid F. Remora is a the parasitic fish that sucks the uh, well, hangs on with the sharks, and oh, yeah, it's a, it, rhy- it rhymes ooh. with Sodom and Gomorrah, yeah, yep. so you Sodom and Gomorrah. Has um, <laughs> it, we we have we have some time, a little bit of time left here, but I have another question for everyone. Is anyone aware of the uh, Attorney General going after Carvana? Oh yeah, that was, that was for nickels and dimes. Uh, they're not even a car okay. dealer. Well, I'm just yeah. talking about any kind of attention to any car dealer yeah. for yeah. anything that they've yeah. done. You know wrong. why they went against We've Carvana? They went against Carvana because the, the FADA. Because the dealers wanted. The to dealers get. wanted to go. Out. The car dealers don't like Carvana. Carvana is competition, and that's the reason they went after them. They'll go after a publicly held company that's not, uh, you know, a, a member of FADA. Well, just uh, just uh, for the attorney general and uh, some something associated with uh, uh, the automobile industry in the same sentence makes me you know somewhat happy not very much but somewhat and uh, this uh, uh, my my goodness gracious uh, i mean uh, have we talked enough about this this uh, last two hours cheating and deception and manipulation and uh, uh, just uh, these We're people should time, i know you get your these, pull yourself together these Cut. people these people should be put in jail they should be closed down i give them a Z. Kyle and Pennsylvania. You'll be heading over there after the after the show. I can't. I'm giving them an F. You're telling me that she's only giving them a D. I didn't so say a, a D. Z. Oh, no. I'm giving Z. them an F. Don't Z. get me riled up. Kyle, Kyle in Pennsylvania with an F, of course. Uh, Tom Steckle, F is in felony. Mark Anderson, Mark from St. Louis. A for arrogance. F for learning nothing. Send Napleton to Siberia. Mark Smith, F. Tim and Yuma, avoid Napleton like the plague, F minus. Uh, let see, Brian Sidlako, shame on you, Napleton Kia, F. Mark Ryan, F. Not much to say, so unfortunate. Wayne Veit with an F. And Ron Siegel, a G. Step down from an F. <laughs> Mine, well, F. I like yeah. it. <laughs> okay, so has everyone it. voted? 
I mean, well, I, am, I, 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 vote, I get them. If I haven't failed anybody in a long time, I mean, I'd, I'd have to retire if I didn't give them. Jonathan, what enough. would you like to give them? <laughs> oh, I give him a double up. You give him a double up. Hey, guess what? I think we got uh, Napleton's uh, Chrysler Dodge Jeep uh, for next week, too, so we'll have just as much fun next Saturday. <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's too late because we already shopped here. Yippee-i-yay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, it's time we? for us to end our show. We appreciate your company. Have a wonderful Easter. We'll see you right back here, same time, 8 a.m., Saturday morning, right here on the Oldies Channel.